Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, Superman is in great danger as two unscrupulous men who are on the verge of discovering his double identity set a trap for the Man of Steel. You see, Slick, I'm sure one of these three men, George Dane, Philip Marshall, or Clark Kent, is Superman. And I think I know how to find out which one it is. Yeah, Biggie, how? I'll show you. Get your hat and come with me. And before the night is over... We'll know who Superman is. Those among you, gang, who are or have been Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts, know and understand the importance of preparedness, the wisdom of being ready in advance for anything that may happen. And in a great and large country such as ours, many things can and do happen. Disastrous occurrences that strike without warning. Floods, explosions, devastating fires, mine cave-ins, tornadoes, epidemics. All things that take great toll of human life, and which, in most instances, would be even more catastrophic if it were not for a wonderful organization that always stands prepared to bring relief to the suffering, solace to bereaved survivors, and comfort to all concerned. That organization is the splendid American Red Cross. Whenever disaster in any form strikes a community anywhere in the United States, the Red Cross goes immediately into action. During the emergency, the Red Cross provides basic needs such as food, shelter, clothing, and medical care. Later, it assists in rehabilitation and provides further help for victims of a disaster by assisting in repairing and rebuilding homes, supplying household furniture and equipment, and further provides long-term medical and nursing care. Assistance of this kind is provided by the Red Cross to all people, regardless of race, religion, or color. For the Red Cross stands ready and willing to provide assistance to humanity, but that gang costs a good deal of money which is why the Red Cross conducts an annual drive for funds. Remind your mother and your father to contribute generously. Don't neglect to make contributions yourself. Keep in mind that no one knows where disaster will strike. So a contribution to the Red Cross is insurance for your own future welfare. And now, the adventures of Superman. 
When a dying ex-convict revealed to Biggie Conroy, a big-time racketeer, that he had accidentally discovered and stolen Superman's costume from a secret closet in an apartment in the Maple Crest Arms, Conroy reasoned that Superman must have another identity. And visualizing a fortune for himself if he could uncover this great secret, he had a henchman named Slick Bailey pose as a painting contractor and enter all the 84 apartments in the Maple Crest Arms to search for the secret closet. Suspicious of Bailey, Clark Kent, who is Superman, bricked up his secret closet and so avoided exposure. But suspecting what may have occurred, Conroy collected information on every tenant in the building and after some study decided that one of three men, Clark Kent included, is Superman. Now, having formulated a plan, Conroy and Slick Bailey drive to the Maple Crest Arms. And as we join them, they are walking along the third floor corridor. Let's see, apartment 3F. Now we want the next one, Slick. 3G. Here we are. Yeah, the card under the bell says George Abner Dean. Right. Now we'll find out if this guy is Superman. Uh-huh. Ring the bell. Wait. Tell me first what you're going to do. Uh, to find out, I mean. Never mind. Just keep your eyes open and you'll see. All you've got to remember is I'm your partner, see? Uh-huh. And we come to find out what color this guy wants his apartment painted. Yeah, okay, okay. Only, well... Only what? Well, supposing this guy is Superman, if he finds out we're onto him, he might get sore and uh, do something to us. Don't worry, he won't know. Now, ring the bell. Okay. Maybe he ain't home. He's home, all right. Do your stuff. Yes? Mr. Dean, I'm Bailey, the painting contractor. I was here the other morning looking over your walls, remember? Oh, yes, yes. Come in. Thanks. I uh, brought my partner along. We got to know what colors you want, see? And he's an expert on this new fireproof paint. Oh, well... Mr. Conroy, uh, Mr. Dean. Well, you do? Glad to know you, Mr. Dean. We're going to give you a first-class job. Oh, yeah. oh. oh, what's the matter, Mr. Dean? Did I shake your hand too hard? Why, I, I seem to have cut it. Cut your hand? Yes. You see, it's bleeding slightly. Well, now, how did that happen? Say, that must have been my ring. It's got a rough edge here. See where the stone is set in. Oh, yes, yes. yes I, I've been meaning to get that fixed. I'm, I'm awfully sorry, Mr. Dean. You got some iodine around? Oh, no, that's all right. It's just a scratch. Well, you got to be careful of scratches, though. Yeah, you might get it affected or something. I'll take care of it later. Uh, right now, I'm expecting some friends in, so let's decide about the painting. Okay. Whatever you say, Mr. Dean. You, uh, you said you wanted to know what color I wanted my apartment painted. Yeah. That's right. You see, with this new fireproof paint we're using, we got to order the colors pretty far in advance. Oh, well... I think the color I have now is all right. Make a note of that, Bailey. Right. We'll be going there, Mr. Dean. Oh, wait. I'm much obliged, Mr. Dean, and I'm sorry again about scratching your hand. Oh, forget it. Good night. Good night. Come on, Bailey. We can scratch Dean off the list. How do you know, Piggy? I thought you were going to make some kind of a test. I did. You did? Sure. Didn't you see me cut his hand with my ring? Well, yeah, but what kind of a test is that? Don't you get it? Superman's skin is like steel. It is? Sure, it can't be cut. Haven't you read a thousand times on knives and even bullets just bounce off him? Hey, that's right. Boy, I got a hand it, you, Piggy. You got a head on you. You're just waking up to that, eh? Well, no, but... All right, skip it. See, now, the second guy on the list is uh, Philip Marshall, apartment 5K. Come on, walk up these two flights. Okay. Now we find out if either Marshall or Clark Kent is Superman. (laughs) 
Marshall, I'd like you to meet my partner, Mr. Conroy, Mr. Marshall. How do you do, Mr. Conroy? I'm sure glad to know you, Mr. Marshall. Oh, Uh, oh, excuse me, Mr. Oh. Marshall. I guess I shook your hand too hard. Huh? Something cut me. Cut you? Yes. See, my finger's bleeding. Well, what do you know? That leaves him. Say, out. I'm awful sorry, Mr. Marshall. It uh, must have been my ring. It's got a rough edge on it. See? You better put some iodine on it right away. <laughs> Biggie, what did we come outside for, right? Quiet, Slick. I gotta think. About what? Dean ain't Superman and neither is Marshall. So if you're right in your figuring, Clark Kent must be. Yeah, sure. Just the same. Look, let's go up to his apartment and make sure. You give him the ring treatment. No, no, I I can't do that, Slick. Why not? But Kent's a newspaper reporter. I know, so what? So in case you've forgotten, I used to be pretty big stuff in this town. Before Perry White got elected mayor and cracked down on all my rackets... Chances are Kendall recognized me. Oh, I get it. Well, let's see. Look, now. give me the ring. I'll go up and make the test on him. No, no. Hey, I got an idea. Yeah? Like what? Come on over to that drugstore in the corner. I know how to handle this. <laughs> what is Biggie Conroy's new plan to discover whether or not Clark Kent is Superman? We'll be back in a moment with the tense climax of today's episode, so keep listening. Before we continue, gang, let me say just a few more words on behalf of the American Red Cross, that splendid organization of unselfish workers whose only aim is to minimize loss of human life and provide simple creature comforts whenever and wherever such comforts are lacking. As President Truman so aptly put it, many times a year the people turn to the Red Cross. Once a year, the Red Cross turns to the people. Well, that time is now. Earlier in this program, I told you how the Red Cross functions in time of disaster. But I think you should know that the Red Cross works not only when disaster strikes, but all the time. Its services being many and varied. For instance, in addition to the Red Cross disaster service, there is the work of this wonderful organization on behalf of the National Blood Program which accumulates a blood bank and provides plasma free of charge to patients who require transfusion. Then there is the Red Cross Nursing Service, which provides nursing care in the home to people who cannot afford private services of this kind, trains housewives to be practical nurses, and assists in the work of public health departments. The Red Cross serves veterans, too, in hospitals and at home. It also provides assistance in hospitals of the armed forces and brings cheer and comfort to men in army camps. But in all it does to help others, The Red Cross depends on you and me to help it, because its services cost a good deal of money per year. And without our support, the work of the Red Cross could not go on. So help the Red Cross to help others. Make your contributions early and often through the Red Cross Fund Campaign. the adventures of Superman. Unaware of the new plot against him, Clark Kent is in his apartment, where we find him speaking with cub reporter Jimmy Olsen, who has just arrived. Ah, nice of you to drop in, Jim. What's on your mind? Well, I... Mr. White and Miss Lane, all of us down at the office, we're worried about you, Mr. Kent. Worried? About me? Why? Well, you've been acting so... so strangely, sort of. What do you mean? Well, you've been so jumpy, like... Well, like saying funny things that don't make sense... and right after that, contradicting what you said before. Oh, oh. Mr. White and Miss Lane think you're sick, but... Well, I think you've got something on your mind. 
You're right, Jim. I did have something on my mind. I knew it. Look, Mr. Kent, can you tell me or Mr. White? Well... You know we'll do anything we can to help you, whatever it is. It's very nice of you, Jim, but I don't need any help. This, uh, trouble is all over, I hope. Oh, gee, that's swell. As a matter of fact, you do seem more like yourself this evening. Yeah, I feel fine now. <laughs> There's nothing like a bit of bricklaying to cure what ails you. Bricklaying? What do you mean? I'll tell you all about it sometime, Jim. Well, what's uh, what's new at the office? Well, nothing special. The police still haven't found Dr. Asa Bushmill, you know. They haven't? Uh-uh. That's odd. I was sure he'd been grabbed to operate on Willie Snyder, but Snyder was found dead in the park, You so... mean that ex-con who shot the police officer? Yes, the, the one who, who got my uh, costume... Uh, uh... Got your what? Uh, well, he, he broke into my apartment, you know. Oh, I know. You never did tell us what he stole, though. Oh, it was just a, a garment. Garment? Sure, you know. Clothing, Jim. Oh, well, did he take much? No, but... Uh-oh. Well, that's your doorbell. Just a minute. I'll answer it, Mr. No, Kent. Jim, wait. What's the matter? I don't want either of us to answer the door. Huh? Oh, but you called out. He knows somebody's here. Who knows? Bailey, the phony painting contractor, is at the door with another man. See, how do you know who's at the door? How do I... Well, I, I, I know. Oh, if only you hadn't called out. Now he won't go away. Gosh, Mr. Ken, what's come over you again? Well, apparently I didn't throw him completely off the track when I bricked up the closet, and now he's back to snoop around some more. Or maybe... Maybe he does know the truth now, and... The and... truth about what? Gee whiz, Mr. Ken, what's the matter? Oh, this is terrible, Jim. I... I don't know what to do. <laughs> Uncertain, every keen sense telling him that Bailey means danger to him. Clark Kent stares from the door to Jimmy Olsen, who stares back at his friend, certain Kent has lost his mind. As we know, Slick Bailey does mean danger to Kent. Great danger. But Kent is now apparently trapped. What will happen? A great deal happens tomorrow, fellows and girls, so be sure to listen. Tune in, same time, same station, for Chapter 12 of The Mystery of the Stolen Costume on... The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this time. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you will hear Tom Mix and his Ralston Straight Shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>